Good evening. Good evening. Hold on, let me. I don't know why the Spotify app does not pause music when a call comes in. That's rude. Yeah, I don't understand. Like it, it makes no sense. It should know better. Yeah, so it's like all the noise at once. Thanks. Bringing so the noise. Funny. Bringing the funk. The funk. The funk. Like that. It's got to be the funk, right? Right, because right. otherwise you won't know that it's <sighs> urban and hip. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it works. That's the prime indicator, right there. Trust me, I know. Yes. <laughs> I am the urban correspondent. Is that a fact now? <laughs> Yes. You know what? That actually tracks. I, I totally believe it. If it were a podcast where we had a legit urban correspondent, it would probably be a young white girl. That's yeah. You're 100 yeah. percent right. You're welcome, world. <laughs> what you've always wanted. <laughs> you didn't even know. My <laughs> God. Hmm. Canceled. Thanks <laughs> again. If we haven't been canceled yet, I think we're doing okay. I hope so, but who knows? Time will tell. You know, I want to take this opportunity Mm -hmm. to actually thank everybody for giving us something to look forward to every week. I I don't want to speak Mm -hmm. for you or anybody else, but I do appreciate the fact that we have this weekly appointment in these... I'm gonna I'm gonna quote all my favorite commercials on TV right now. In these uncertain times, (laughs) I'm I'm glad that. I, we have an appointment uh, to talk to one another every week because it helps me focus. It gives me something to look forward to. And it's just a good practice. I mean, we always talk about how, oh, yeah, we're doing this. And the the great side effect of it is that, you know, we break up the silence in people's lives and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it it doesn't break up the silence for me because, ugh, let's face it, everybody knows I talk too fucking much. But <laughs> it helps to it helps to silence the noise for a little while of yeah i gesturing vaguely at everything it helps to silence all of that so i appreciate this it's hard for me right now because i'm like i don't know what to talk about (laughs) like Mm. i keep getting that we've had that a couple times now with me where i'm like i don't know (laughs) like yeah i mean we're inside (laughs) basically yeah (laughs) but then i think about like okay so for me it's not the it's not a matter of being inside i feel like if i were a a shut-in you know overall i would still be able to talk as much mess as i do now yeah it's just the fact that everyone else is inside and no one else is doing anything yeah so it's like i'm just poking the world with a stick like do something come on it's so it's so weird um, someone said like I, someone on Twitter was like, "I'm not counting this year toward my age." No, no, like, that's fair. Like this doesn't count because we're not doing like it's not a part of our. It, it's just such a weird thing. I think of that. Um, oh God, when was it? it they, they they showed it on the Crown, um, which you probably haven't watched, or if you have it, only a little. But I guess there was like a smog. That overtook London. <laughs> okay. In in uh when Elizabeth was young, when Queen Elizabeth was young, hmm. and it killed like a bunch of people, and just like they were trying to keep people inside, but they didn't do enough, and it was pollute, it was air pollution, like oh. it was, it took over, um, and it was like weird, and like going outside was dangerous, and it it was a whole thing, and so like I keep thinking of that, I'm like, 
yeah, it's like this go like outside is dangerous and you can't do that. And right. the whole world kind of stops, but kind of can't, but it has to. It's just a very strange thing. You know, you're, you're describing uh, on a, on a minor scale, what happened in a uh, part of Chicago called little village this past week, there was a, uh, a factory that the, uh, the chimney was destroyed. And of course, <laughs> yeah. After decades of buildup from all that industrial waste going through mm-hmm. it, all the smoke flowing, billowing out of the chimney, yeah, it kicked up a little bit of dust. Now, normally, um, they'd be able to give people a heads up and, you know, mm-hmm. give them time to stay in a hotel or visit some family or something like that. No, they didn't do that. And, you know, we can't really go anywhere right now. So right. no one died, thankfully. Um, yeah. however, I mean, you know, there've been studies and I think I've talked about I was going to say, give it, give it 20 years. That's we'll exactly where I'm going. There've been studies that people who grew up on the South side of Chicago, um, were more susceptible to get upper respiratory issues like mm-hmm. asthma. And I grew up on the South side of Chicago along with my cousins who also have asthma. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's some truth to that. And you know, my heart goes out to those folks. Absolutely. And, and you know, people who are going through similar issues right now, you don't know what you can't do until you can't do it. And that, that was a thing that they could have delayed doing. Right. Like there was no reason to do that right now. It wasn't going anywhere. I mean, no. Yeah. Unless there was some there, they found it was like the structure would fall on its own and endanger someone. I don't know. Like I can't think of any other explanation. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck. It was a coal plant. So, oh, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. You want the black lung? You got it. <laughs> Congrats. They called Thanks, it Chicago. that. <laughs> and they weren't even talking about the coal. Ha-ha. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. It's a, it's a lot of weirdness right now. And yeah. little things like that don't help. No, not at all. Not now at we're all. reaching the, the, like, the scary phase of... Uh, like what we're doing is actually working. We're seeing results and that makes people think that it's not a thing. Yeah. And so now they want to stop. I saw um, uh, someone on Twitter actually raise a little bit of a ruckus because they were told that they couldn't enter whole foods without wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. And people tried to explain to this party like, Hey, you know, first of all, it's a business. They have the right to refuse your service. If you're going against the rules. Secondly, you know, People, two Whole Foods employees just last week got confirmed with uh, Mm -hmm. COVID-19. Not the same location, obviously, but, you know, you would think that that would give you pause or you just take a moment to just like, okay, let me take in consideration what I'm doing here. The the Twitter user uh, argued that they go into Whole Foods every day, which I think is ridiculous also. Uh, and they don't understand Especially why. right now, Jesus. Any yeah. day, like, in normal times, going every day to the grocery store seems excessive. And they're like, oh, I like fresh food. Like, everybody loves fresh food, but also people know how to shop for themselves as an adult yeah. and not have to go to the grocery store every single day. I mean, that's... Bitch, that asparagus will be fine in three days. It will. <laughs> I know it takes a lot of mental effort to really figure that stuff out, and I'm only half joking about that. I mean, it does take practice and repetition in order to figure out how to properly manage your refrigerator. But once you do, you'll be more, you'll be happier. You'll save money and you'll be, you know, 
putting less of a carbon footprint on the earth. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's just weird. Like, the whole argument was just strange. Like, oh, yeah, the cops stopped me and everything. It's like, first of all, I doubt the cops stopped you. I, I, I feel like maybe a Whole Foods employee said, hey, look, maybe don't come in here without a mask because it's a little weird right now. And you decided to make it a whole thing. But, yeah, yeah I mean, just just be courteous. Yeah, it, it's and, and you have some taking it seriously and doing everything they can, like, uh, you know, Cuomo. Uh, yeah. Gavin Newsom, you know, like, and then, you know, there's like our governor down yeah. here in Florida. Yeah. I, fucking Florida. God damn it. Wow. Like, one of the stories this week that I added to our notes was how the WWE is, like, going to do fights down here because so, it's considered essential. Yeah. So there's there's a little bit more to this, which, unfortunately, seems suspicious, which That's is okay. the fact Go ahead. that... Explain it, because I don't know anything about this world. Okay. No, no, no. You, 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 know, you know plenty, but I know wrestling. So, yeah. unfortunately, the wacky imaginary world of uh, choreographed fighting um, has a dark side to it. This week, a few really? things... I know. This week, a few things happen. There's a, there's a series that's on... Um, I believe it's on True TV called Dark Side of the Ring. No, it's on Vice. It's called Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, they had an episode about the Chris Benoit tragedy, which is widely known. But there was also one that... Uh, aired... I don't know what that is. Okay, so Chris Benoit was a uh, famous Wait, wrestler. is that the guy that accidentally died in the cage match thingy, like, years back? No, this is this is much more tragic, but I'll, I'll sum it up in 30 seconds for you. So, yeah. Chris Benoit, um, he was one of their main eventers, and he was um, Canadian, very hard on himself, he loved the wrestling business almost as he as much as he loved his family, even more so sometimes. And he was a stern, you know, religious person. Okay. So uh, one time they were doing a show, he didn't show up. The company was worried about him. They sent somebody over for a wellness check. Turned out he had um, uh, done a murder suicide on himself, <sighs> his wife, and his son. Oh. Yeah, and the ramifications of that have long been felt in the wrestling industry um i stopped watching for a long time after that i considered never watching again um yeah and it had just come out it was brain injury right that's exactly right yeah so years later it had come out that he had several concussions um because he donated his body to science and they they found all that out there are many more qualified people to tell you about this so i'm going to move on i'm going to talk about the uh the jimmy snooker situation which is um, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was a wrestler in the 80s, uh, worked for WWE. The He went on trial for murder. Um, his wife mysteriously disappeared and everything looked like he did it. Uh, but somehow um, a star witness came forward in the way of Vince McMahon and got him off the hook. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this this aired this week. The story about that aired this week. But in in current day, Linda McMahon, Vince McMahon's wife, is a um, she's part of Trump's camp, basically. And she heads gotcha. up a super PAC, which is, uh, you know, gearing up for the uh, for the reelection. And that super PAC donated, I want to say, like 18 million dollars to the state of Florida. Now, WWE has been running. Uh, closed set shows. They've been filming closed set shows at their performance center in Florida without a, without an audience and what they call essential 
personnel uh, for the past yeah. month or so. And the cops finally came knocking like, look, you know, under the old rules, this would have worked, but you guys can't do that anymore. Linda's um, super PAC made that donation. And on that same day, they were given a go ahead and told they were essential. Of course. Yeah. So there's that. Sounds about right. Cherry on top Sounds of like all Florida. that. Yeah. Cherry on top of all that. All that wonderful money that they're supposedly making and they were going to have one of the best quarters of all time and all that shit. Um, they laid off about 16 people today, both behind the scenes and on camera. Long-time yeah. personnel, um, referee who had been there since 1989. Um, but, but the worst of all, the worst member of their roster that got laid off was one of the wrestlers who, when this whole thing started going down, came out of pocket with $20,000 to the behind-the-scenes guys that weren't making anything during this time off. They were, like, immediately furloughed. Came out of, came out of his own pocket, twenty grand, and he got let go. Yeah. So, fuck them. I mean, I can't, I can't make any excuse. Like, oh, yeah, you know, they're still great. You know, it's wrestling, blah, blah, blah. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, so. Um, my dad was talking about someone, a, a quote he had heard by someone where it was saying, like, what you do right now will, it like, from a business perspective, can define your business forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how you react to this can can be a defining thing. That makes a lot of sense. That makes so, a ton of sense. Uh, yeah, it does. And and you know, there okay, there's a local restaurant restaurant that was like did this video here and was like we don't have to pay you guys or something like that. And they, it was just bullshit. Like it, the way that they did it was supposed to be just employee video. Of course it leaked. Someone grabbed it and it leaked and uh, they had to shut down because people were like, fuck you and everything like that. And they're probably not going to open again. Wow. And it's like, well, um, I mean, they might, I, I'm sure they'll try, but the word of mouth is going to be so bad now. Right. And when you treat people that way, uh, we don't like it, especially right now when we're like, everyone is like, uh, fucking like grocery workers and, and then servers before, obviously a lot of servers and bartenders and everything like that have been laid off or furloughed or whatever. They're most of them just let go, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, how you treat them, it, everyone's going to be like, uh, fuck you. Cause we all know someone who's in that business. At least right. one person in your family is probably in that business. And then right. friends or you got 20 of them. So it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and is. you don't deserve to keep like your good name in business if you're going to be an asshole. Like that's how things work. You love like this free market so much. Well, I can go somewhere else. Right. And the I, platitudes only get and you it's so a place far. Place that I always took people when they come in. Man. Like yeah. that type of place. I mean, it. It unfortunately, it's it's all too familiar to me where. A business will do something shitty to, um, you know, someone of a certain race or origin or just do something that is just unsavory. And then yeah. to see all these ads on TV with all these, like I said, these platitudes of just, you know, we're here for you. We're working with you. It's like, fuck off, man. We don't need that. 
you know, do something. If you really want to make yeah. a difference, if you're a multi-million dollar company, don't try to lay bait for me to go and buy a Toyota. I don't give a fuck right now, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, my cousin, and I, well, my cousin works for a car dealership. I'm not going to say what, um, mm-hmm. you know, group or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they're still trying to get them to meet their sales quotas and got to the point where she just is like, look, I'm not coming in. This is it. My um, brother is going to buy a truck tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Right. He's like, well, the rates are really good and my car is not. And I'm like, I understand that, but like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I can't fault anybody for trying to take advantage of this. You know, I mean, yeah, I get it. I'm just like, you dork, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I really want yeah. a truck. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to mock you forever. You white trash. Like, cool. I don't know how true this is, but somebody mentioned, you know, we're talking about getting all these uh, $1,200 stimulus checks and everything. Mm-hmm. Somebody mentioned that Costco put an 86 inch Samsung TV on sale for $1,200. That doesn't surprise me. No, not at all. <laughs> my favorite, uh, my favorite thing so far has been seeing people um, go. You know, if you Google how much does it cost to build a guillotine, it's yeah. twelve hundred dollars. Oh wow! Like, oh my god, man. You know, yeah, in Canada they're getting twelve or two thousand a month. I mean, everything just sounds better about Canada all the time. Every day, every just day, better and better. Yeah. Yep. Most of all, not having to deal with uh, what's his face. You know, that's yeah. that's one of the best things. I just, man, I had to stop the watching. Sad is the world has to deal with it, and like Canada is such a close ally that they're hurt by it too. Everyone's yeah. hurt by our poor decisions. Absolutely, so, yeah. You I know. mean, you know, you you see all the all the threads on Reddit talking about the stupid decisions that he makes and. You know, people showing sympathy most of the time from other countries saying, man, I'm so sorry you Americans have to deal with him. You know, stay strong. It'll all be over soon. We're like, no, it won't, first of all. Secondly, he's your problem, too, unfortunately. And for that, we're sorry. But here we are. Right. Yeah. Um, I do think that, uh, especially what we just saw in Wisconsin, when we're in the middle of an outbreak, how everyone showed up to vote yeah uh, that's a good sign yeah not good for health and pe- public well-being but um people are fucking pissed good at the way this is being handled so keep that up jesus yeah. don't believe the deflection stay focused on those who failed you stay focused on the people yeah. that brag about ratings when people are dying literally dying so, uh, uh, yeah also um a stimulus check is just giving you your money back. Right. Taxes are your money. Yeah. They're just giving you some of it back because you need it right now. So that's how that works. Like, you know, don't don't let um, these dumbasses like act like they're giving you a gift. No, it's your money. You pay their bills. Like you you pay for them. So they fucking work for you. I mentioned um, on Twitter the other day, like in two thousand one, which were somehow simpler times. Um, we got that three hundred dollar, uh, you know, tax check under mm-hmm. Bush Jr. And at the time, you know, three hundred dollars was that was a nice chunk of change for me. You know, just being a workaday dude and everything, it was a nice mm-hmm. chunk, nice chunk of change now, but a nice chunk of change yeah. for anybody. Yeah. So it's like, okay, he's all right today. Let's see what he does tomorrow. 
there's no way I can hold this current guy to that same standard in the least. Yeah. No, you're right. It's our money. But if you do want to take that experiment, if you if you do want to give that a shot, just say he's okay for today. See what he does tomorrow. Right. Let's see what happens. Unfortunately, it's not going to be good, but right. see you it for acknowledge, yourself. You can acknowledge when someone does something right yeah. and still go, like, even if there's, like, one thing you do right, you can acknowledge that. Yeah. And then be like, uh, but this, look at all this other fucked up shit. That doesn't absolve you of all of those things. We so. all have jobs that, well, a lot of us have jobs that we dislike. They mistreat us. I was going to say, many do not have jobs right now. Many but do not have jobs. Continue. However, some do. Some have jobs that have mistreated us throughout the years. But they still pay us. Doesn't make it okay. They're giving you what you deserve. They're giving you what you've earned. Sometimes less. But you're right. still getting something for your trouble. Doesn't let's make move it on okay. from this because yeah, people are on. tired of this. Hey, guess what? Uncharted is free. Yeah, the whole <laughs> Uncharted collection, uh, they're they're giving it away for free, I guess. I do yeah. not know how you go about it. I shared it on our Facebook page, though. Right. And so yeah. I saw that. And what's cool is you can just get it. You don't need to have a PlayStation Plus subscription. You don't need mm-hmm. to be a member of any of their auxiliary uh, programs. If you have a PlayStation and it can get online, you can download uh, the Nathan Drake collection for free. Not only that, mm-hmm. you can also get Journey for free, which is a wonderful game. It's a work of art, and I highly recommend oh, I didn't it. Oh, I know that. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. I'll have yeah. to go download that. Journey. I did not know they were doing more than that, because I have the Uncharted collection. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and it's fun. It's, it's okay. a great... I'm it's happy a great, that they uh, did this. Yeah. So more people can get exposed to the glory of Uncharted. Check uh-huh. it out. Yeah. yeah. Uncharted 2 is one of the best games I've ever played. You know, when uh, when D was playing them over the past few months, like they all just kind of ran together. Mm-hmm. But there was something about the um, the fourth one that just hit completely differently. I still got to go back to that one, yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the, the feeling that you get from that game after completing it. It's just like, man, this was this was a journey. This was a story. And I enjoyed it so much. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, if you have a PlayStation, go pick that up. That's three games that they're giving. Plus Journey, like you said, four. Four games that are free right now for right. PlayStation. So that's yep. awesome. <clears throat> and if you, if you really feel like being fancy, you can um, set up a German uh, PSN account and get Knack 2, which is that game where that little guy like sucks up all the mm-hmm. different debris throughout the world and gets bigger and bigger. It's I okay. The first one. It's yeah, it's just fun. You I know. remember playing that first one though. It was one of the first games I played on the the PS4. Yeah. And being like, oh my god, the graphics are amazing. So I, I have a little bit of fondness for it because I thought it was so cool and like the controller was cool and you know it was just like, oh man. Right, right. It was one of those games that was showing off all the the new tech aspects of the Mm -hmm. system. It was a lot of fun back Mm -hmm. in the day. I heard the second one was even better, but I never went back to it. Yeah, I didn't either. But the the first one, I I do have fond memories of playing that one. So Uh, that's our gaming corner. Let's talk about a little bit of casting uh, news here. Yeah, well, apparently there's news. I guess maybe not news, but just, you know, rumors Rumor. and discussions yeah. have started taking place. For years, for years, people have been fantasy casting 
uh, one actor that I've seen mm-hmm. more than anybody else as Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That man is John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. The man who was almost Captain America. That's right. So he's. Mm-hmm. this is not his first dance uh, with Marvel, hopefully. No, he, he literally did test screenings in the suit. I would love like, to see that's that. That's how far along he got. That footage must he, exist. He said it was so. He said it was so cool, and then he saw himself, and he was like, "This isn't right, man." <laughs> <laughs> but it was, he, yeah. He got suited up and everything. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. If if it weren't for uh, Zach Levi, I think he would have made a good uh, Billy Batson or Shazam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd have been that cool would, for that. That could have worked. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's kind of like it's kind of like Captain America, though, where you're like, I can't really imagine anyone else playing this this character. Now, true. true. Um, but um, Fanta- Mr. Fantastic, especially if we can get him to direct Fantastic Four. Yeah, that'd be a huge undertaking to do yeah. a, a movie that would be just understandably so heavy with special effects and direct it. You know, that would be a, a large undertaking. But I mean, he's done miracles before with A Quiet Place. He might be able to pull he this off. He made a silent film. Like, <laughs> I still go, he made a silent film, and it was wildly <laughs> successful. It was. And if you go look up, if you have any interest or knowledge of screenplays, okay, and know the rules of screenplays, go look up the screenplay for A Quiet Place Yeah. and see how it breaks Every single rule. It has like drawings in it. Oh, that's it has, fucking cool. It's it's insane. It's so cool. You have to like if you know how screenplays are roughly formatted, yeah. And you know the certain rules and things like that. Go look up a Quiet Place. Their screenplay is it's bananas. <laughs> I'll give you a fun a fun mat fact here <laughs> regarding screenplays. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt worked on the movie Blank Man, and. I got to hang out on set for a day. Oh, that's cool. And during that, during my time on the set, they just parked me there with a copy of the script, and I read it from beginning to end. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't meet Damon Wayans or you know mm-hmm. David Allen Greer. Had the set experience. I had that set experience. I was I was in a scene too, actually, but it got cut because. Um, it was taking too long to film it. There's a okay. I don't know if anybody listening remembers the movie. Because I barely do too. But there's a scene where um, the two brothers are sitting outside trying to recruit people to help fight crime in their neighborhood. And initially, the scene took place during the daytime. There were people hanging out of windows and just talking to one another. It looked like an, an episode of 227, kind of. It was weird. But um, ultimately, the uh, the scene took long enough where... The sun went down. They were like, well, people wouldn't be hanging outside during the night. So, yeah, we're going to cut all the extras out of this scene. So, you know, oh, it was just them yeah. too. Yeah. Like that scene's in the movie, the night version. But the daytime version is on some cutting room floor somewhere. And I doubt they'll ever release, like, you know, the ultimate <laughs> blank man collection. I don't think so. No. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it's my. It's like the Snyder cut. It's just not going to happen. Release the Matt cut. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, it's lousy. That movie was not the best, but you know, no. it exists. That's still a cool experience. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I yeah. have a lot. I, I I I somehow have many experiences like that where I was an extra and the scene got cut. <laughs> I wasn't like an extra 
but I went to like I have visited studios and stuff like that when they were still filming One Tree Hill. I visited the lot and the studios and everything like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I've I've done some some things along those lines, but not not actually being in that. Yeah, still. I made a commercial once, but not not like in it. I just made it hmm. for Abel. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay John Krasinski um, he's reportedly met with Marvel Studios regarding various projects set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. um, now this is all hearsay at the moment and of course you know he's not one to uh, tell that sort of thing so we'll, well see where can't. this goes yeah like know, Marvel until they sign contracts he can't right 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 the so. only thing that I'm a little bit uh, I think people need to calm down a little bit is they might pull a Jake Dylan Hall situation where you think he's coming in to play whatever role you have him playing in your mind, which in most of our minds is Reed Richards. Right. And he's just going to be like, you know, Jake Dylan Hall or Robert Redford or whatever, hop in for one movie, play the villain, and then he's done. <laughs> I can't think of, a, of another fan casting that came to pass since Patrick Stewart is Professor X. And that was, uh, you know, wasn't Cum- uh, Benedict Cumberbatch like a choice that like was really clamored for? Man, for Strange, if he, if he was, I don't remember. But I don't, I don't know. That's what. That's the only one I could think of. Yeah, but I mean, I remember people were like pushing hard to get Patrick Stewart cast as that character, even before a movie was a twinkle in anyone's eye. They were like, "Yes, it must be Patrick Stewart." Right, like he's and, the one for this. And they were like, "You know what? Fuck it, Patrick Stewart. Why not?" There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lo, many franchises were launched that day. So we'll keep an eye out, see how that goes. Maybe Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, no, because a lot of people wanted Emily Blunt for Captain Marvel, right? Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think this is like one of the. Few, and then obviously everyone wanted a Deadpool movie, like a legit Deadpool movie, made yeah. that happen. Yeah, I, I don't think Beyond anybody. That, yeah. I don't think anybody like fan casted Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool until like he started talking about it. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. So something yeah, I saw I, that I mean, was. I hope he's involved. <clears throat> oh, let me get let me get your quick take without giving spoilers. Of course, how did what did you think of the Shit's Creek ending? Loved it. Yeah. And I thought it was great. I, I, the, my only complaint was that I would have been happy if it was an hour long. Mm-hmm. Same. Like, if it was longer, which is not a complaint. If they leave you wanting more, that's a yeah. huge compliment. <laughs> I feel like they'll come back eventually for a special or something like that. I feel like they just left too much. You know, just out there. Yeah, I could see them doing a Christmas special in a couple of years or something like that. Yeah, I think. I that'd also, be a nice as touch. soon as I finished it, I wanted to run it back. Yeah, same. Those characters came so far in such a short time. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's such a great show. It really is. It really is one of my favorite. Um, one of my favorite parts of the show, of course, was uh, Stevie. Stevie Bud. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um, that leads me into the next story. She's 
said that she is interested in playing She-Hulk or Spider-Woman in the MCU. Now, they're doing a She-Hulk TV show, right? I think it is going to be like an, uh, um, a Disney Plus show. Disney, Disney Plus, yeah. Possibly. Now, have they, are they doing Spider-Woman, or is that just something she likes and wants to be a part of? I think that's just something that she wants to be a part of, because I, I haven't heard anything about that. And Honestly, I, I think She-Hulk is a good choice. Yeah. I think she could pull it off. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, especially if they're going to go with like a CG She-Hulk or something like that. You know, she's got that, that dry wit about her, and she could totally play that off. Right, like the the human side of it, the, you know, pull, yeah, I, I think she could definitely play that character. I don't know as much about Spider-Woman. I've only read a little bit of that character, so. Spider-Woman um, is an interesting character. I've seen her more as like a um, a co-star, like in the, uh, in the Hawkeye book. Yeah. You know, she's been featured in that. She was in um, a lot of the Captain Marvel comics over the years, like as a best friend, you know, that sort of thing. Right. So, right. A secondary character. That's fine, too. She could do like a Black Widow type of thing where she's just, you know, a side side character in someone else's movie or show or whatever. And that'd be great. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to be her own show or her own movie. The other thing, too, it's 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 funny how little Spider-Woman actually has to do with peter parker Um, Mm spider-man in in you know the the traditional sense um i don't know where that would fall under the the sony marvel agreement like would it be more of a sony project or would marvel be able to just kind of pull that and say yeah no this has nothing to do with spider-man so we're gonna make i have no clue exactly i I, (laughs) there are weird characters that are under weird like we sold this off okay Cool, I guess. Yeah. Namor is still off in the distance somewhere. We have no idea. I mean, I don't give a fuck about Namor. Man, so. I don't either. Like, huh, I've never cared about Namor. I haven't either. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't care about Aquaman until he lost his hand. That's fair. Yeah. That- I like Jason Momoa as a person. He seems like a cool dude, and I like him and stuff he's in. Like he seems he's funny and every and good at what he does. He seems but like I a still cool dude. About Aquaman. He seems like a cool husband, you know. Yeah. I I'd want to be his friend, you know, just hang out for a while. Hell yeah. I just listened to Amelia Clark on a podcast talking about how in that first season of Game of Thrones he yeah. was championing for her. Even when she wasn't aware, like wasn't aware of her, like what she should be championing for herself, like in oh. her own things. So like she's naked on set and he's like, get her a fucking robe or something like that. Like, he was like, are you kidding me? She's shivering. He would like he would yell Good. to make to protect her. Like he was just like completely, um, you know, fiercely protective of her and trying to make sure that she was okay that's good i mean especially as a younger act she was only like 24 or something like 23 when that started mm-hmm. uh, and hadn't really done anything and so he she she said that he really looked out for her and i guess his wife is a huge influence on him that's great i love to hear that yeah yeah um it's it's great to hear stories about men doing like you know the right thing 
<laughs> right. You don't look, get to hear that in very that often. position. I understand that's not easy because you're just starting a show and like you're. It's not like he was a huge, powerful person at the time that could no. do that, but he stepped up in like. I don't like the whole alpha beta thing, but like he kind of, whether he buys into it or not, it's almost like, okay, I'll play this game and I'll play the alpha and I'll, I will take control of the situation and protect someone. Mm. So that's cool. Like, I don't know. I find the guys that do that the best with the best intentions and, and the best outcome are the ones that don't buy into that shit. The ones that just do yeah. it because it's oh, the right thing to do, you know? Absolutely. I'm yeah. saying that I've sometimes had to have conversations with guys where I'm like, look, even if you don't believe in this, some of these other guys do mm-hmm. use that against them. Yeah. Like, if that's what it takes to get it done. Right. So. Yeah. So, Jason Momoa is awesome. I forget what we were talking about. Oh, right. <laughs> Emily Hampshire. Emily Hampshire playing um, She-Hulk or Spider-Woman. If you had to choose one, it would be She-Hulk. She-Hulk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think that'd be more interesting. I say that I I would agree with that, too. Plus, um, I I read elsewhere that Mark Ruffalo mentioned that if there was going to be a She-Hulk project, he would not mind reprising his role as as Bruce Banner. So we would get that as well. Yeah, so that's, that's the best news. Um, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes too. You know, everything's in a holding pattern right now. So it's cool mm-hmm. to, you know, just read up on these things and wonder what's going to happen next instead of comic book sites posting which version of the shield hel- helicarrier was the coolest. Mm-hmm. Cause well, wow, slow news. Slow news. <laughs> yeah. So last week, you and I touched on Quibi and wondered what the fuck it is and why the fuck does it exist. Um, still don't really have an answer on that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. However, we have gotten word that NBC's Peacock is currently rolling out now, which sounds a yeah. lot more gross than I thought it would before I said it out loud. <laughs> so Peacock is available to people who subscribe to Comcast. Now, this one's free, correct? Oh, Never mind. Oh. I thought it was completely free. I thought so too, but you know they haven't really given much information about it um, outside of the fact that it was initially intended to roll out with the uh, Summer Olympics, but as we know, that's mm-hmm. not going to be happening this summer. So Comcast subscribers are getting access to Peacock's premium tier, which it says will include an on-demand library of more than 15,000 hours of TV and movies. Including oh, some maybe of our they're me, sorry. Maybe they're giving it to the Comcast people first and yeah. then rolling it out overall. I thought I, I could have sworn that they said Peacock was going to be free for everyone just with ads, like, and that maybe there'd be an ad-free version you could pay for if you wanted to, kind of deal. According to this uh, article on TechCrunch, it says that Peacock Premium uh, will cost four ninety nine per month with ads and nine ninety nine per month for no ads. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's not that's not going to happen. Give us $5 and we'll advertise to you. Nah, I'm good. I don't understand why they don't just do it for free and sell the ads and then make an ad-free version. It sounds a lot like TV. It's not TV. No, I'm just kidding. 
It's HBO. Did you, did you see HBO Max is rolling out next month as planned? That's did great. You? Because, I mean, look, if you have a streaming service and you're like, oh, you know, things are kind of crazy right now, maybe, maybe we shouldn't be rolling out right now. No, you should roll out today because people are out of things to watch, which is crazy. Yeah, roll out, roll out today. Yeah. And put it, put it out for free. Put it out and for free. And then offer an ad, ad free version. For paying up and then sell the shit out of ads. That's what I would do right now. If I was running this like Peacock ad, app, yeah. I would be like, it's, we're, you know what, we're going to push. It's free for everyone. You have ads. If you go and you find you don't like seeing that car ad 20 times, then pay the $10 a month. <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing. Like, we use YouTube TV and yeah. sometimes I'll be watching TNT and they'll run out of commercials, like during the commercial yeah, that's break. That's weird. And so it's just like, this is a commercial break from TNT. Like, cool. Um, why don't you show me an ad or something, I guess? But no, it's just the logo rotating around. So it's like, what are yeah, people... Yeah, because they're just not selling it. I guess not. But it's like, what are people watching on, like, regular, you know, TV? Mm. Is it the same thing? Or, I don't know. Strange stuff. What if it's ads for, like, Comcast or something like that? Probably. You know what? It's probably like local ads or something like that. Yeah. Which I do kind of miss. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite What's local the only ad? Thing think of? I don't. That's a that's a thing that I know people like. I don't really care. Okay. So I don't have a favorite. Um, <laughs> there was one a couple years ago for like a comic shop that I just thought was weird that a comic book store was doing a local ad, but I don't I don't really uh. I, I try to block out the ads. I know advertising yeah. works on me. I'm a person. Like, I know that it's gonna make me want that cheeseburger. But like, you know, I don't. I don't really like to pay attention to the ads. There's so. a. Um, ours are really cheesy here in Chicago. Like, there's a local ad oh, they, campaign. They definitely all are. Oh yeah, they're, they're and that's here. That's kind of the appeal to me. It's like, man, this is bad, but it's so bad that it's actually kind of funny. So there's a there's an insurance agency called Eagle Insurance. And ever since I was a little kid, they've had this ad where somebody's just driving around and then they get in an accident. And they're like, oh, my God, my car, what am I going to do? They okay. get out of the car and all of a sudden this bird, this man in an eagle suit just lands on top of their car. Sure. And they're like, oh, my God. You know, they just look very shocked. And he says, I've got something for you. And he just lays an egg. And it makes the boom type of sound, you know. And a, a baby bird hatches out of the egg. And he's got, like, you know, some paper in his mouth. And like, oh, look at those low rates. Oh, my God. And that's the ad. That's the whole commercial right there. Sold. Done. I remember this. And I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> so it did its job. Yeah. Oh, Nuts. Eagle Man. <laughs> it was an Eagle Man. Why did it lay an egg? How did it have an offspring? I, okay. Right. Now you're asking the right fucking questions. That's <laughs> <laughs> what Big Eagle doesn't want you to know. <laughs> Deep State. <laughs> Deep Eagle. <laughs> Eagle. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I asked the question of the day, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. The question of the day 
was. What comic book couple feels forced? Superman and Wonder Woman. Right, 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 right. Just because he's so powerful, he needs to be with woman that's so powerful. They're both powerful together. They can make powerful babies. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of of answers on this one. People had a lot of thoughts. I I saw a version of this question asked on Twitter. That's what inspired this one. Um, Wonder Woman and Superman, of course. Kitty Pride and Colossus is another one that people seem to get up in arms about. And then Scott Pilgrim and Ramona, I just threw in there because why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody mentioned that one, by the way. Everyone's like, that's kind of the whole story guy. I guess that's kind of his whole point of existing. Yeah. So yeah. that's fine. Um, I agree with you on Superman and Wonder Woman because every time I've seen them together, um, it's pretty much just been just wish fulfillment for the writer. It, the only time I liked it is in Kingdom Come. And that's because they're old, um, and Lois has died. Yeah. Like, he has lived on, like, everyone has died, basically, but he's still alive. Yeah. Um, and, and he's, like, deeply mourning her and everything like that. So it's, it's a very, a very different situation where it's like, it's, it's almost like a second love kind of thing. And that's, that was, that was beautifully done because, that's, you know, it's very real. It felt very realistic. It felt, um, it didn't feel like, oh, he's just, you know, going out with Wonder Woman. It felt like he really, truly, like Lois was the humanity in him and he mm-hmm. loved her until the day she died. And then he like mourned her and then he ha- but he also was still alive and he's yeah. still, you know, a person. And then he found love again. So that, that, that was a very beautiful story done very well i agree i do agree with that um on the on the flip side of that that same idea was done kind of in a weird way and in injustice the injustice comic book based on the video game yeah or just injustice the game itself they also did make superman and wonder woman a couple but it was using her more as a prop and that's what i don't like about that pairing because what, so she can she can carry his kid. Not only that, but just like oh yeah, you know, of course she wants to be with the most powerful man on earth because she respects him, and you know, well, this only man that, that can hang with her. It's like yeah, okay. they're, they're definitely like morality wise quite similar alignments, but that doesn't mean that they're compatible in a romantic sense. That just no. means that they're you know they they can be good friends. I see them more as friends. Yeah, um, I've I've also seen Diana paired with uh, Batman. Uh, that to, I don't mind. That's that's the sweet and sour kind of combo. That yeah, I'm, I, I can be a fan of. I liked it especially in the Justice League cartoon. Like mm-hmm. it worked there because it was like one of those things that was acknowledged, and they just kind of like left it to the viewer to understand. Like, all right, yeah, they kind of do have a thing going, but you know, we're gonna show them punch some people because that's what you're here for. Well, in the same way that we like Superman and Batman as a as a friendship combo, a little yeah. bit of enemies, a little bit of friends, like they it, it's light and dark. So mm-hmm. I can see why you take similar type of light and dark. Although Wonder Woman's more middle ground, she's not exactly aligned with Superman. Um, you know, you take these two that are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum at times, 
and then you add the romantic element in as well. That that can be very interesting. I understand that allure a lot. That yeah. doesn't feel as forced to me. Yeah, and that was one that Jeff uh, Jeff Stanley uh, recommended on on Facebook. Mm-hmm. There, he was like, you know, Batman and Wonder Woman seem to work well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of recommendations uh, for couples that didn't work from Sean Akins, uh, mm-hmm. Polaris and Havoc, which. I don't know. I never really saw them as anything but a couple. I so, don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Gambit and Rogue. That's one of those things where... They're both from the South, I They're guess. both from the South. <laughs> Let's make them a thing, because we can write yeah. their word balloons really funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nightwing and Starfire. I kind of oh, like yeah. them. Oh yeah, that was kind of that did. I I can I can see that one. I'm not yeah. saying I disliked it, but I can I can see that. Nightwing gets around, man. Him and yeah, basically, oh yeah, yeah. You know, he got that booty though. You know, legs yeah. love it. Yeah. So he gets around, and <laughs> he's a sloppy hoe too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, do not I don't know who's. I I would. I think he works best. With Barbara, like I like that yeah. pairing, yeah. just because they have a shared experience and they pretty much grew up together. And I think the Batman, the Batman and Batgirl like relationship they tried to do a few Ooh, times no. is just no, 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 no. No, he what? he's either he's either with no one, with Catwoman, or occasionally Wonder Woman. Yeah, the, the yeah. end of list. The end of list. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no Vicky Vale or nothing like that. That's it. No, That's all he gets. Real, realistically, no. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's mostly Selena. That's true. I can understand. Yeah. In the way that, like, Lois is the best of... Uh, <laughs> Selena is the bad. And I think that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Well, you make him a little bit worse. All right. That's cool. That's interesting. All right. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. So someone on uh, on Twitter who escapes me at the moment, they mentioned, um, oh goodness, uh, Tony and Pepper. Oh, that's a that's a very bold claim because a lot of people like them together, don't they? Yeah, yeah, but the the comic book version of Pepper Potts is very different than the movie yeah. version. You know, uh, in the comic, it's like you can't really see her with anybody but happy. They were a thing in the comics for a long mm-hmm. time. But, yeah, her and Tony, that kind of became a thing because the, hey, movie. the movies the movies did really well. So, yeah, we're going to make that work. Um, they definitely worked in the movies. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I've read some, like, Matt Fraction, Iron Man. Not much else. Yeah. Somebody mentioned the Teen Titans on Twitter. That's where I was going. Um, they mentioned that... Uh, Beast Boy and Raven don't really work together. And yeah, that's weird. It is weird. Um, I feel bad for Beast Boy in regard that he's always, um, they're always depicting that tragic relationship between him and Tara, you know, oh. before she turns on the team or whatever. It's been told in the comics and the, and the cartoons, everything. But yeah, him and Raven, it's weird because depending on which version you're reading, they're vastly different ages, like all the time. Yeah, I, maybe that's why some of the Teen Titans pairings are even weirder to me. Where I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, 
because I want to say like, okay, so on the on the uh, the live action series, Raven and, and Beast Boy are about the same age, you know. But I want to say in the DC animated universe, like the the directed DVD movies they put out, I think Raven's older. And he's still like a little kid. I don't remember. So it's so weird. I don't. I just don't like it, man. Plus, he gets a little bit. Uh, he gets a little stalky. Don't like Teen it. Titans Go. I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. So, oh, I should probably tell you the one that I don't like. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, I, you, you said you were going to tell me. I was waiting for you to tell me. <laughs> Black Panther and 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 Storm. I don't like it. Yeah. Because again, I they're both they're both southern, as you said before. No, they're they're okay. both they're both they both happen to be from the continent of Africa. So it's like, oh hey, guess what? These two black characters are getting together, and you comic fans are going to have to deal with it. So from top to bottom, from top to bottom, not only that, they had um, one of the most schlocky black romance writers who had no dealings with comic books in the past. To write the story of them meeting and falling in love, Eric Jerome Dickey, and it was like, okay, Marvel, we we see you're you're trying some type of stunt here. That's fine, but the nail in the coffin for me <laughs> is the way that they made them break up. Oh no! They were married. There oh, was a whole, okay. There was a whole thing. I think it might have been Civil War where they were on opposite sides. Okay. And she comes home. And he's like, we're divorced. And she's like, what are you talking about? What? (laughs) She's like, I didn't sign off on this. And he was like, well, I went to the head minister and asked him for a divorce. And she's like, but you're the head minister. And he just looked at her. And that was it. My God. So they made T'Challa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some shit happened in there. Where they both betrayed each other several times during the Civil War right. and everything. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It was just, it was dumb and it was bad. No one can make it work if they can't make it work. And Storm, Storm has been in, in interesting relationships over the years with Forge, even with Wolverine on the now uh, that animated dynamic series. I like. I that's like a pretty two. cool. That's yeah. a pretty cool pairing. I like that. But Wolverine again, kind of a hoe. So yeah, oh for yeah. sure. He's a hoe for show. Yeah. So you can't really make him settle down. You know, he's a man of, man of the woods, just mm-hmm. like JT. Can't settle him down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. So, yeah. Black Panther, Storm, not a fan. That is an interesting question. I liked it. Yeah. I stand by I stand by the Wonder Woman and Superman being the one that I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, we did have a little bit of more uh, video game news. Um, you're a proud owner of a Nintendo Switch, are you not? I am. I enjoy it. As do I. As do I. I think we've talked about it once or twice on the show before, but a lot of people are getting on board lately because we're all stuck. We've got nothing to do, and a brand new Animal Crossing came out, so everybody, everybody jumping on the Switch train right now. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. So the more the merrier, and... I wanted to know if you had any advice for people who have just adopted a Nintendo Switch. Um, no, I 
<laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get us started. I'll get us yeah. started. So one of the big things that I would recommend. Screen protector? You, like, screen protector is yeah. a great place to start. I like that idea. Now, personally, I don't get down with a screen protector because I take care. Like they do. What's up? People fuck their shit up, though. Like, they if do. you think you're going to fuck your shit up, then put a screen protector on it. They do. It's all about knowing yourself. If you know that you have a tendency to be clumsy with gadgets mm-hmm. or you're currently listening to our show on a cell phone that has a broken screen, yes, definitely invest in Gorilla Glass or some other type of screen protector. You want to do that. Um, but my the, 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 the best advice I could give the owners of, of Switches would be to seriously consider getting games digitally. And to do that, you need a nice size memory card. You need yeah, something yeah. that's really going to hold all your games. Cause, um, I agree with that, yeah. Those little suckers get lost really easily, and you're going to get left high and dry. I've seen horror stories of people whose kids have taken their Switches and mixed in their Switch games with their Lego collection, never to be seen again. Shit. You would think that not be a thing, but it's a thing. So Ugh. yeah, beware. Yeah, digital games. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> I wholeheartedly endorse um, using uh, amiibo and stuff like that. They're cute. They're fun to collect. It's great. However. If you don't have the type of lifestyle that affords you the space or the, you know, cash to get a an amiibo, there are alternatives that you can find on Etsy. People will sell you cards that have the amiibo data on them. Hmm. And you can keep them uh, with, you know, your, your switch carrying case or something like that. For instance, I purchased um, some NFC cards from Etsy that have data from every uh, Zelda amiibo. Oh, that's and cool. It's one of the best decisions I ever made because I have a couple of the Zelda ones. I, I like the uh, the Link from Smash Brothers. That was pretty mm-hmm. fun. I got the one that came with Twilight Princess years ago. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really have room for all of those Zelda amiibo, but I want to unlock stuff in, in uh, Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, yeah. NFC cards. Huh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Didn't know about that. Yeah. Good tip. Yeah, I don't really have. I mean, by like Breath of the Wild is amazing, and Super Mario Odyssey, like those are must-play games Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played Animal Crossing though. I haven't gotten a new Switch game in like a year or something like that. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The last um, new game that I bought was Red Dead Redemption Two. And that's still that's still a quality buy. Yeah. There's a lot of games. That if you keep an eye on Wario 64 or other discount sites like that, um, you'll see games go on sale for a dollar. And this doesn't mean that they're bad. I feel like I just talked about this on another You did last week, yeah. Okay, all right. To to push them up to the top. I won't rehash that. But yeah, keep an eye on those deals. Because you can take a gamble, you can get something for a buck, and you may really enjoy it. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think think that's it. That's all the Switch advice I got. Yeah. Now, I know we're not doing the graphic novel challenge anymore, mm-hmm. but I read a graphic novel this week, and it was one that I passed up on a while ago, but I was organizing some stuff, and I came across it. And once I started reading it, I could not put it down. And it's um, <laughs> it's Spider-Man Life Story by Chip Zdarsky and Mark Bagley. Have you heard about this at all? 
I have not. Man. All right. So basically, it takes the idea that Spider-Man debuted in Amazing Fantasy 15 in 1962, Mm -hmm. and it tells his life story as if he aged in real time from 1962 to the late uh, 2010s. Oh, that sounds awesome. Holy fuck. And then it's got that Mark Bagley artwork, who you know from oh, Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, I my my hair right now kind of looks like Peter Parker from Ultimate Spider-Man, oh, as, as as drawn by Mark Bagley. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe I'll do a side by side of that on our uh, on, on our post if I feel bold enough. But yeah, oh, I love oh, his art. Must. Yeah, and if you've been a if you've been a Spider-Man fan as long as I have, like all of these different storylines that it touches on. All these different characters that make appearances in the in the uh, in the story, it's like going back in time and seeing how it would play out if Spider-Man was of a different age and of a different experience. Um, it's a page turner, man. I don't want to give any more of it away than I already have. It's a lot of fun. It's only six issues long. Uh, I feel like it's old enough to be on the Marvel app. If you subscribe to that, or of course check your your library apps too. Yeah, Hoopla. That's yeah, the yeah. Because I I really I really dug this book, and I, I always say, oh man, this is the best Spider-Man story I've ever read. I can't say it's the best I've ever read, but it's up there. It's definitely up there. Like you're like this. This is good. I mean, that concept is at least wildly different. It's fresh, and Chip Zdarsky is one of the best Spider-Man writers of um, like the past decade. You know. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Matt, I'm going to send you two pictures right now so that you okay. can re- react on the show. <laughs> and then yeah. I will I will post them. Maybe share it with not the this exact picture, but ma- a picture cause my, of a comparison. Okay. I see picture number one, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. The second one should be coming through. And holy shit. <laughs> yep, totally. Your twins. <laughs> uh, oh man! See, I'll post it. I'll post the, either this picture or a similar picture uh, <laughs> with it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get all the Spidey stands chasing after you now. Watch out! <laughs> oh yeah, what up, ladies? <laughs> if you want an awkward dork, what up? <laughs> Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we pretty much exhausted our list for this week. Yeah, I think that's about it. Okay. Okay. We didn't have a wall of weird this time, but of course, no. you know, we've got a world of weird. I was going to say, right do you want the world? Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll hit you with that next week. And, of course, we got much more and stuff for you, as always. Uh, keep following us on all the social medias, at Lex and Matt. Check out LexandMattPod.com. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Patreon has got your fix for even more Lex and Matt, because we got mini-sodes that are still unlocked, right? They're still unlocked right now? Yes. Next week, they're going back in the vault, back in the Disney vault. That's what I decided. <laughs> all right, all right. So you got a, You got a good week to catch up on all that good, sweet Minnesota content. And trust me, it is worth your while. So check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's it for us for this week. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. I'm trying to think. Do I need to say something else? Oh no, not really. I guess. Well, you know, once again, thanks to all those who are still out there working hard and fighting every day 
in, even those who were just listening to this just to get a, a moment away, you know, folks who were driving their trucks or, you know, just even sitting on their porch, just trying to make sense of everything. We love you. Yeah. Everything's going to be all right. you're doing your part, friend. Yep. So that's good. Yep, yep, yep. And thank you folks for listening as always. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. All right. Bye.